Welcome to another edition of TSC Music, Music with a Mission, where we specialize in perpetuating and promoting the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. Today, our guest, our very own from Times Square Church, Cheryl Rochester. No, I'm not worried. And thank you for joining us again, TSC Music Radio, Music with a Mission. And we are in the studio with Cheryl Rochester. The project is Promise Keeper. We're going to be hearing some cuts from that today. Cheryl, thanks for coming on and being with us again on the program. Uh, you serve in our choir here. You've served in our music productions here. Some of the, I think last year we were in the Easter play. You're in it again this year. Yes. And, uh, awesome gift awesome talent and uh, an awesome heart for god a lot of people don't understand that there's always a story behind the talent behind the gift behind the personality if you will um and you have a story you have an incredible story yeah god (laughs) just god is faithful He, he really is tell us tell us when did it start for you you're an incredible singer when did it start for you um i've probably first started singing when I was a little girl, six or seven years old. My mother was a choir director, and I guess she recognized that I could sing. And so um, very early on, I had solos in the, you know, our local church that I grew up in. Was that in New York? or? 
In New Jersey. In New Jersey. Right in northern New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. My yeah. my stomping ground. That's where I grew up. Yeah. New Jersey. That's where all the talent is, I think. Well, you know, it seems to be <laughs> it seems to be have its fair share, that's for sure. <laughs> so your mom was a choir director. You grew up in New Jersey in the local church and uh you started early at an early age. How early was early? Probably six or seven. I think I was actually five or six when I did my first solo. Mm. And it was a little song called Certainly Lord. Have you got good religion? Oh, yeah. Certainly Lord. (laughs) Have you been baptized? Certainly Lord. (laughs) I think we have to pull. We have to pull that one. There's so many arrangements of it, but I like all of the original ones. Okay. Yeah, so so was that with a youth choir or? A little choir called Cherub, the, the, the Cherub Choir. And we had the little, I don't know what you call little red robes with the little mm-hmm. white thing yeah. on top. I don't oh know goodness. that we acted like angels, but we looked like <laughs> angels. <laughs> so your mom was a choir director. Did she play piano as well? Or? Yes, she did yeah. play. Okay. She did play. Now, she was more classically trained. She mm. could re- uh, read music very well. And it never was anything that she did as a profession, but she played for the choir. And as time went on, on different churches that she joined, you know, one church after our first church, Mm -hmm. they would sometimes, she would sub, I guess what you would call it, like if the musician went on vacation for the summer. Okay. So she was a choir director. She was a musician. How Mm -hmm. long did she do that? Well, I think for the choir, children's choir director probably around four years or so and then all throughout her life she always played in uh church okay is she doing that today still oh no my mom's passed away both my parents are deceased okay that's okay Uh, recently or um it will be 2004 is when she passed away okay you are mom yes do your children sing are they musical my child (laughs) My one little angel uh-huh. I discovered has a beautiful voice. That's right. Um, absolutely beautiful voice, but that's not her thing. Okay. You know, All right. I keep it in prayer, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you want her to sing? No, actually, oh, okay. I want her to be who God who has is. created her to be. Yeah. And that I uh, learned very, very early on. Right. You know, um, whatever, you know, I want to try this. Fine. I want to bowl that. Two weeks later, I hate bowling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do this. Two weeks later, I hate that. Uh-huh. Then I love horseback riding. Wow. So, you know. Okay. You know, so she does sing. She has a beautiful voice. You're a singer. You're a writer. Do you play an instrument? Well, yes, with much practice, I play. Okay. <laughs> I play keyboards. I do. Right, I do. Good. So when you write your music, do you actually sit down at the piano and pluck it out? You kind of get the progressions together? And- uh, yes. I usually get uh, ideas for songs. Just something will come in my head, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'll sit down and figure it out. I have never actually sat at the piano and said, okay, today I'm going to write a song. It just doesn't happen. Right, I right. may play a little something, but it never turns into a song. I've mm-hmm. gotten songs when I'm ironing. I've gotten songs... <laughs> Different just, times of the yeah, day. Yeah, just completely unexpected. That uh-huh. seems to be when God says, here's a song or here's a melody or something like that. Right. Or right. sometimes even in prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's awesome. You you you've written songs, you've you've got ten songs on this project. Yes. 
Uh, and again, the project title is uh, Promise Keeper. Uh, you've written these songs. I assume you've written other songs. I have. I mean, I don't know that I have a huge, massive body of work, but I definitely mm-hmm. have written other songs. You have enough for another project? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. You planning on doing a second one? I pray so. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the the birth of this one. What okay. made you want to do this project? I um, had always wanted to do a project. And before I knew God, you know, I... You know, did some records here and there, sang background, little different things. But when this particular project came, uh, it was actually after a very uh, hard time in my life. My mother had uh, passed away just maybe the year before, and I felt very clearly after about six months of praying that God was saying, this is the time to uh, to move forward on this, even confirming that in his word. He said, um, whatever you have in your mind to do, do it for I'm with you. And so I took that and prayed and I had like promise keeper. Actually, that was basically what you call a hook, just that idea. But once I began recording, all these other songs came. Most of the songs were written in a very, very short span of time. And mm-hmm. once I actually did the first one, God just began to pour other ones out. And, and why do you feel he released you to do this project and and not something else? Because I, I see something else. You're not only a singer and uh, musician, writer. You're an actress, too. Well, thanks to our <laughs> Easter presentations, we have come to the... <laughs> To the to revelation see, of to a revelation of yes, a gift that I didn't know I had. <laughs> and maybe it's just your personality, because I think generally, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're just bubbly. You you like to be, you like to float. You're not one of those people who like to be walking around with their head hanging down. Am I right? I really don't. I'm not saying that I never have my right. head hanging down, but right. I definitely prefer not to. Yeah, I think I, all of us uh, yeah. would prefer to be floating, but yeah. uh, life happens, and, yeah. <laughs> and there's a reality that says, you know what, you can't live up there all the time. I'll say. But I, but I get from you, just from talking to you, from seeing you and just you know passing you in the, in the building and, and service and what have you, that you, you're always trying to be, you're always trying to smile. Yeah. You're trying to float. You're trying to flow with the goodness of life. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, the, the, um, you know, the word says that joy is our strength. Mm-hmm. So even when we're not necessarily in the greatest of circumstances or situations, to just try to remember that the joy of the Lord is our strength, that in our heart, he said, you know, laughter does the heart good as a medicine. Mm-hmm. So I try um, to think of something funny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's you know just something to try to keep um, joy in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm always singing in my heart. Almost believe it or not. <laughs> oh, I believe that. I do. I can believe that. Jesse can believe I that. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's songs worth recording, but there's always something. Happening. Well, <laughs> it was worth it enough to put ten songs together. Thank you. Do a CD cover mm-hmm. design. Go have it pressed. Get a barcode, yeah. put it on CD, baby, see it on iTunes. So it was worth 
something to you. For what purpose is this project? Well, I'll tell you, just even in the last couple of years, I've realized as I listen, and sometimes, as as you know, because you write and you produce, sometimes you are your hardest critic. Mm. So to get away from listening to, ah, I wish I had done that, or da-da-da-da-da, once you get away from that, I realize that it had a heart to reach people who don't know God, but also people who do know God. And that was not my intention. I didn't go and say, I'm going to put this project together and here is the focus. It's just in retrospect and listening once the work was done, I realized, my God, this has a potential to make God's love very clear to people if they've never been to church or haven't been to church in a long time Mm -hmm. in hopefully a simple way. And that just became... Um, I'll just say it became as it was becoming. Hmm. Interesting. Where, where do you feel you were or where do you feel you are in comparison to where you were when you did this project? Because this is four or five years ago. A couple of years ago. Actually, probably finished when I started 2005 and I really finished it in about a year and a half. It took that much. Um and then maybe 2008, so about four to five mm-hmm. years. I think a lot closer to coming to really knowing who God is mm-hmm. on a personal level. Um, because how I knew him then was just God wants you to do something for mm-hmm. him. Okay. You know, get this done. I've told you to do this. Mm-hmm. Get it done. And as I was doing it, God was then teaching me more about who he is, where I am now. I know that if I couldn't sing a note, couldn't play a note, couldn't produce anything, that God loves me. Mm -hmm. And that was a big thing for me to learn, for me personally to learn. Tell us a little bit about Cheryl's story. Well, everybody's got one. The 10 songs here, uh, I'm sure there's a story behind each of these songs, but what's Cheryl's story? Well, I think as a little girl, although I didn't know the technical aspects, when I say technical, I mean the religious aspects of salvation, but I knew God. I think I began to know God because my life was not so easy. There was a lot of pain in my life coming up from day one and all throughout my childhood. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of struggles. Um with even how I saw myself because of experiences that I went through. That uh, as a kid, when I said, I made a statement to God, that's it. I don't want any more of this. I don't understand why I'm going through all of this. But now, as an adult, as I hear certain things that are very prevalent, that were almost hidden or not talked about in those days, I now feel like all of it makes sense. Not that I liked the pain that I've gone through, but I understand it and know that as God says, you know, you, he's going to allow us to comfort people with the comfort that we have been comforted with Mm -hmm. by him. And I'm not saying that you have to go through this, that, and the other to be able to share your heart or to encourage somebody. But I do think that sometimes it makes a difference when you can relate to. 
Because, see, in the singing, sometimes people say, oh, you've got it together. We see you sing and you stand there like this, not knowing that sometimes I myself would be absolutely just crumbling Mm. inside. So now to come to that point where I know that I don't have worth because I sing. I have worth because God loves me. incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your hands. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church in New York City. There was a season in the Old Testament where society was in deep trouble. People felt captivated. Dreams had been lost. And even the future looked like a hopeless mess. In the midst of all of this, God's word came to a man called Daniel. He began to understand something. That a marvelous window was opening before the people who wanted to go where God would give them supernatural strength to rebuild the things that they felt were lost to them forever. What an incredible thing when God begins to speak like that. Have you ever had God speak to your heart that way? Have you had time to read His words to you and realize that His thoughts toward you are good and not evil? Daniel did what we should do. He began to pray, and very soon that window opened and the miraculous happened. It's time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. And we're back, TSC Music Radio, with our guest, Cheryl Rochester. The project, Promise Keeper, available on cdbaby.com and other outlets online. That track you just heard was The Secret Place. It's track number three from that project. Wonderful stuff, Cheryl. Wonderful stuff. And it's awesome to see where you were or to hear where you were and where 
you are now. Uh, if we're not ever growing in the Lord, if we're not moving from one place to another, if we're not ever able to look back and see where we've come from, we're probably in a place of stagnancy. And therefore, it's you know safe to say we may even be in a backslidden state if we're never if we're not closer to God than we were yesterday. Absolutely. You know, it's like moving backwards, you That's know. Right. Uh, and so I'm glad to hear and glad to see that God is doing uh what he's doing in you and through you. You you came to Times Square Church when? Um, I uh, came to Times Square Church about six years ago, five, mm-hmm. six years ago. I sat and just worshiped God the first two years. Just when I say that, I'm still worshiping. Let right. me make that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened? No. <laughs> But you but didn't I mean, jump from in the, the concrete, to the choir no, words, no, so. that was a two-year yeah. waiting period. And it's interesting because we, you know, we'll interview and audition people here. And I remember when I first met you, and I think it was in an audition up here in the office somewhere. And I and I said, "Where in the world have you been? And how long have you been here?" <laughs> You know, because I, I because we have gotten used to so many people coming in, and they'll be here for three or four days or two or three weeks. <laughs> And it's not everybody, but, you know, you get those people who, who come for two or three weeks and then automatically there's an application on the desk uh, for entry to the choir. And they don't realize that uh, we have a procedure here and it's not just procedure for procedure's sake. Right. Uh, it is biblical Amen. Uh, where we have to allow people and, uh, in fact, demand that people walk in this this word for a while, for a season, get under this ministry, get under the leadership and get under uh, to walk in the word for a season. And make sure that this is a place that you can trust, you know, um, because we're not as interested in talent as we are in souls. And uh, I was impressed to know that you were sitting out there for two years and hadn't uh, joined the choir. But you've done choir before. Choir is not new to you. No, I I have um, been in choirs before, although I don't have the super extensive background mm-hmm. of choir that people you know, sometimes have right. when they come to such an established choir, you know, as um, the choirs at Times Square Church. Tell us about your music background. Well. What, what have you done? What have I done? <laughs> um, a lot of what I did, believe it or well, a lot of what I did was actually in the secular music world. A lot of the experience that I gained when I was in uh, college, I took some music lessons. As a child, I took some music lessons, but I wasn't serious about it. Mm-hmm. I would write songs, I'll say write songs, but I was told and believed that my songs were not real. If they were actually something that was on paper, like something classical, that's real. So I mm. was very discouraged from writing, at, you know, because, because that was not, you know, that's a, what I was told. Mm-hmm. Um, I think God gave me a gift, and I will say that a lot of the development of that of the gift He's given me has just been through experience. I'm not saying I've never taken a music lesson or anything, but I had to ask the engineer, "Well, what key is this in?" Mm-hmm. And I'm playing it and writing it. Uh-huh. I know how to play it, but. Right. I, you know, maybe people, oh, you shouldn't have said that. That's the truth, though. Right. 
<laughs> so you don't have the 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 professional training or the the theory background. The theory background, right. but a lot of what I have learned uh, in so far as being able to sing has been in you know just real life situations. Mm-hmm. There are some people that I've worked with um, as a, before in my backslidden stage, which was for a long time. I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest about that. Um, but nonetheless, God uses everything. Mm-hmm. He just cleans us up, sanctifies us, takes mm-hmm. those same gifts. And if we're, when I say serious about giving our lives to God first, then he takes those gifts and they're used for his glory. Right. And so now I know that. I didn't know that then. Mm. You okay. know, I just wanted to sing for the sake of singing. I just wanted to sing um even as a single mom, because if I can do this, I'll give my daughter a better life. Mm-hmm. So know? the motives were totally different. Absolutely. Uh, of course. Yeah. And if I give her a better life and it ends up being this or that, that is fine, too. That's how I thought. Mm-hmm. Now I realize the honor, the honest honor, that the genuine honor that it is to worship God, yeah, to yeah. praise God with whatever he's given. If you can sing or if you're tone deaf, whatever it is. To give that to God. Yeah, I, I was sharing with the choir last night that the privilege is ours. It's it's not it's not God's privilege to have us. He's yeah. honored, but the privilege is that He gives us the privilege yeah. to to represent Him in the way in the ways that we do. And it wasn't our initiative that we reached out to Him. It was His initiative to reach down uh, to us, and uh, because nothing in us would innately want to worship Him. That's the nothing truth. Nothing innately, you know, there's nothing about us that innately wants to sing or write. Uh, uh, to him, that is. Um, but it's his reaching down to us. He took the initiative through his son, Jesus, to reach down to us. Uh, and therefore, in response to that initiative, we worship. We worship yes. him, you know. You know, I was reading Second Corinthians. I'm going to read it real fast. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry... As we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty and not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hidden to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine unto them. It really does tie into exactly what we were talking about. The privilege is ours. We've received mercy. And seeing that we have this ministry and having received mercy, we faint not. You know, you can be weary on the battlefield. You can get weary in the race, but never tired of the race. Does yes. that make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, absolutely. We used to sing a song you're probably familiar with, I'm Running For My Life. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that one? Yes. <laughs> I'm running for and my life. If anybody asks you, yes. <laughs> I'm running for my life. Yes. Save, sanctify, yes. Holy Ghost, feel, fire, baptize. I'm yes. running for my life. And mm-hmm. and, and what, it, what it meant is that I'm, I'm not in this necessarily to be the first to cross the finish line. Because the race isn't given, given to, to the, the swift, swift. no, the strong, not the strong, but it's given to those who endure to the end. So it's finishing the race. You get the prize for finishing, not you don't get the prize for for entering the race. That's right. That's you know? right. So I'm very grateful about that. I also want to share this too. Uh, you, I don't know what your next question is. Maybe I should <laughs> no, humble ahead, no, myself no. and wait to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> 
I wanted to say this too. One of the things in the actually producing and writing and everything associated with putting this project together, when I went, after I felt that the Lord had said, it's, you know, please, you know, to do this, to move forward, I can honestly say I had no idea that I could do that. Mm. I did not go in with this, okay, I'm going to go produce a record now. (laughs) (laughs) And here's how it's going to (laughs) sound. And I know exactly what to do. No, absolutely not. I went and had this idea, well, maybe I'll do this one song. And I was amazed, and I mean this, I was genuinely amazed. Not that I've never been in a studio before, but it's a whole different thing. I had never actually on my own done anything like this. So even when I was listening recently, I really began to cry because I said, God, only you could have done this. Mm -hmm. Only you could have done this. I didn't know. You know, sitting there picking out drum sounds, sitting there listening to strings, which string is completely right. A song that goes by for somebody in five minutes took me like three days to practice eight chords. Mm -hmm. And even then I was, okay, now if I call him in proper time, I can cancel the session and still be (laughs) in good graces. (laughs) I was terrified. So when I heard how that one not just got done, but got done really well. I think it was the Lord saying you, and I think this is a common thing with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Yes, God, the spirit of the Lord lives within his people, but sometimes we have no idea what he's really placed within us. So that was one thing, a big thing that I discovered in, in putting this together. You discovered a few things. Uh, you you discovered last year. You said that you were an actress, or you have some acting abilities. <laughs> I said thanks to the Easter production, I now know that. <laughs> what was that experience like? Oh, that was a blessing. That was a blessing on so many, so in so many ways. One, because. Maybe it is a similar gift to, you mm-hmm. know, singing and, and soloing only to an extent that you're giving of yourself, that you're in front of people. I was amazed. Now, I want to say that I got a lot of help with that part, um, even though I have one part that I sing and I kind of move through very quickly, mm-hmm. thanks to excellent direction of what to do with hands, you know, so that it would... Right. Um, really line up with the right to to communicate excellent uh what that character is saying Mm -hmm. and and her heart what you know how she feels about um jesus uh turning the tables and doing all that he did when he clean cleared the temple and everything so um i i that's another thing that's amazing to me because um the one play I was in, that was such a long time ago, and I ended up not being in the play at the very end of it. So I said, okay, well, that's that. <laughs> and then many years later, here I am in the house of God acting. <laughs> well, we're, we're getting ready for the second presentation of that production sent by God here at Times Square Church uh, for the Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday, as it's commonly known. Uh, and that's going to be 
Good Friday, April 6th at 7 p.m. And all three services on Sunday, Easter, 10, 3, and 6. And I highly recommend that you do your best to get here early, kids. Very good. (laughs) She just plugged it for us. (laughs) Because I couldn't remember the dates. Thank you. Here is a clip from Sent by God and your little piece from last year. Well, I was there when he invaded the temple. That was a little bit of the trial scene, which is a scene from the Sent by God production. Originally, that uh, musical piece written by Mickey Grant in the original production of Your Arms Too Short to Box with God. Wow. So that small piece that you just did there comes from uh, that uh, spinoff of that production. So we are uh, grateful to uh, uh, have you a part of that this year again. And we're looking forward to uh, the production uh, this year. It's it, it's clear that as musicians and singers, you can be easily misunderstood, especially in the church. When you are on the stage or on the platform or wherever, whatever the setup is, that people, like you said earlier, can often think that, well, you're up there singing, so you must have it all together. Or you get you get the other end of the spectrum, too, the people who know you and think they know you so well and say, well, I know she ain't got it all together. Why is she up there singing? You know, Or they feel that there is too much or maybe a, a degree of performance in music ministry. What's your opinion on the latter is is there a degree of performance? I mean, because we talk, we talk about being able to communicate a song, being able to minister a song. You mentioned being able to know what to do with my hands, even during the play. It's still ministry, but would you say ministry still has that part of ministry still has a a degree of performance? I think, as I have been taught by my ministry leader, <laughs> Mr. Greg Thomas. <laughs> We got to get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got questions. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> um, again, I think that every gift that God has given us, regardless of you know, well, the word says the gifts and callings of the Lord are without repentance. Right. So when we're doing what we do and we're not doing it for God. He has still given us whatever he's given us. Now, I think that when we minister, maybe what we have learned or what gifts God has given us can certainly be put to use. But I think there's a big line between performance and between ministry. And Mm. I'm grateful to say that um, I know the difference. Um and that when we come to share whatever it is God has put on our heart in song, be that soloing, be that playing, whatever it is, is that hopefully now our hearts 
want to glorify God. Yeah. And so that in and of itself um, allows us to be able to be available to mm-hmm. what the Holy Spirit wants to say and to do through us. You know, yeah. I, whenever I, I, and you know this, people say, oh, do you think they'll call your song today? I say, only God knows that. Mm-hmm. Only God knows that. You know, and so you just try to be open to God's spirit and to be available so that whoever God wants to speak to, you know, and so that the word is prepared. I think there's a big difference because when I sing now, I now realize the honor it is to sing in the choir, the honor it is to serve God, the honor it is to be able to do a solo. And, you know, not that if I didn't have a solo, it's an honor to serve God wherever he puts you. No, I totally agree. That was that was well, well said. Uh, I think there is, <clears throat> excuse me, clearly a a uh, a line between ministering and performing. Uh, there is a time when those two come together, where you perform ministry, <laughs> you know. Yes. And uh, and a time when you do have to, <clears throat> for for lack of a better term, you you almost have to. You know, because you do a song here. Let me let me just use this as an example. You do a song. I remember the first time you you sang it for us, sing it with us. Uh, song titled "He Cares." Mm. He cares for you. Yes. Uh, and I and I'm going to talk about that a little bit because I think it kind of feeds into some of the titles on this project. Uh, you you mentioned that a lot of the songs on this project are personal, are, are testimonies. Yes. And the song "He Cares for You." You know, I want to play a little bit of it in a minute, but it's very personal. And I remember the first time you sang it, it was extremely personal. Something happened when you sang it on that platform. That was the first time people had ever heard you minister here uh, on the platform uh, with the choir. It's the first time we did that song. Uh, but something happened and, and, and the, the, the sanctuary just kind of kind of was set ablaze, for lack of a better term. Uh, what does that song say to you? That song, I can honestly say that when I was, that song was given to me to sing, that I myself did not really know nor think that God cared for me Mm. because of my upbringing because of the pain that I had had in my life. So I didn't realize, you know, it wasn't, it's, I I don't know what I feel. I don't say, okay, I'm going to sing this song and it's a beautiful melody. When I first heard the song, I must've sat at my desk and cried for a good hour or two Mm. because I was so amazed you know, just at the heart of the song and God's voice through it. Mm -hmm. So when I sang the first time, as much as other people may be encouraged that God cares for you, I was also, God was also saying, and Cheryl, I care for you too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that makes it more effective because Mm -hmm. it's personal. Yeah. We've got to be able to, and I I say this often, we've got to be able to deliver a song from a very personal perspective. You know, it's like with any song. If it doesn't mean a whole lot to you, then it's just another song. And I think that's when we are at that fine line of performance and ministering. Absolutely. Because I've heard preachers say, 
Um, and we've heard our pastor say that the Lord, that this word preached to him first. Right, right. You know. Right. It's got to be first partaker. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, whatever we, whatever God puts on your heart or puts on the heart for the music, it's all ultimately leaning, uh, leading up to preparation for the word right. of God. Absolutely. Yeah. But it does make a difference when you can say from a personal level, oh, I know he cares for me. I don't know who else cares, but I know he cares yeah. for yeah. me. <laughs> so you think. That you can't make it through And you feel like all of your hope is gone Just remember God can Just what's best for you. He cares. He cares for you. junior high school students ages 12 to 14 junior high ministry takes place every sunday in room 316 at 10 a.m come worship god get into his word and let him take you to a higher level and high school students there's a small group especially for you in the education annex on the second floor at 4 p.m study god's word build new friendships and openly share and discuss life issues with your peers for updates and details, visit our website, tscnyc.org. TSC, music radio, where God is. That was He Cares For Me. That was originally recorded by the Thompson Community Singers, uh, Reverend Milton Brunson, way back in the day. Mm. The late Reverend Milton Brunson and the Thompson Community Singers. Uh, but that particular recording, rendition of it, was Cheryl Rochester backed by the Times Square Church Choir and Band, and we are delighted uh, that uh, you're able to deliver it with such passion and such conviction. Let's talk about this project now. 
Uh, I noticed on the cover here, I mean, there's a great picture on the cover, but inside there's a picture of a little baby. Uh, is that you? Yep, that is, that is I. <laughs> I didn't have to ask because it's, yeah. it's definitely you. And most, yeah. most adults don't look like their baby pictures, but this looks like you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> now, and, what moved you to put that, that picture inside the jewel case? Well, in my heart, I really believed, you know, just as uh, the music part of it was all over, I, I began to really ask God, you know, his direction in every aspect of it. It wasn't like the music's done okay, mm-hmm. cool, let's find a picture and put it in there. And when I saw that baby picture, the impression that came to my heart was that based on the scripture in Jeremiah verse one, before you came, before you came through the womb, I knew you before then I ordained you. That's what Jeremiah says. Uh And so when I looked at that, even though regardless of whatever I had gone through, I felt like God said, and born again. And that was the thing, because no matter what has happened, born again, just like that little baby. That mm. little baby sat there, didn't have any worries, wasn't thinking about anything with a smile on your face. And so I felt like that, as much as whatever happens in life, it goes back to being that little baby, yeah. trusting God, knowing that no matter what, he does care for you. Whatever the need is, he is able. And that's that's that's. It's great. What God spoke to my heart when I, when I felt like He made that impression. That's the picture. Uh huh. You have a scripture next to it. He saved me not because of righteous works I had done, but because of His mercy. Titus three five. Titus three five. I asked God, and I had never seen that scripture. As you know, there's a lot of scripture in the Bible, <laughs> so it is very possible to not know the whole Bible. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> so I asked God, I said, God, I want to have, I want to have a scripture that really says your heart. So when, if anybody picks this project up and opens it, if they know you or have no clue about who you are, it is just what you are saying. Mm-hmm. And he brought me to that scripture and it speaks to me also because coming from again a background of work 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 Mm -hmm. work for god he said it's not anything including this project sure sure Mm -mm. but because of my mercy right right seeing that we have this ministry that's that corinthians verse that i read and having received mercy yes we faint not Who, who was this project for Who's the listener? Who's going to be listening to this? This project, I believe, has the potential. Um, and I have a lot of folks, uh, I don't know about a lot of folks, but people who have heard it who know the Lord mm-hmm. have been very blessed by it, I think, because of the transparency of it. And then I know people who don't know the Lord or know him differently than how I know him. I mean, you know, maybe they're from different uh, denominational backgrounds mm-hmm. or don't know the Lord at all. So I really think uh, because, for instance, one makes it very clear, I uh, Hallelujah, the highest praise is about how God found me as a backslider Mm -hmm. and how he waited for me as a backslider. Yet 
also as someone who knows God, there's a line that says, and even when I mess up, you still love me conditionally. That will encourage someone who knows God so that perhaps they will see that, yeah, we're going to mess up. As long as we're breathing, we're going to mess up. Right. But he loves us and that's not going to change how he feels about us. Mm. Doesn't change who he is either. Doesn't, well, okay, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to track four. Hallelujah. The highest praise. Highest praise, and it is the highest praise. You know, when I grew up in church, they used to say, when you've got no other words to say, hallelujah was always appropriate. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and then when you couldn't say anything else, you just, mm. hmm. <laughs> just hum. Right? Yeah. Or just wave your hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, too. You know? That's all right, uh, Because too. he's, he's mm-mm, good. Amen. He is. I think that was a Campbell Soup commercial or original. Yeah, right? could be. Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Cheryl, it was a joy having you with us, and we're so glad that you uh, have joined forces with uh, TSC Music and Times Square Church. It's been a pleasure having you with us. Awesome to see how the Lord is blossoming you where you planted. You certainly seem to be planted. Amen. Uh, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and we thank God for it. We're looking forward to the coming weeks when you're going to be ministering with us, uh, as you do every Sunday, of course, and every Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, for Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday, as it is uh, commonly known. Uh, and you have a you pretty cameo. You want to jump cameo. back in there with the dates again? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, Cheryl's going to plug it for okay. us one more time because I, I totally forgot the dates. That's all right. You've got a lot on your plate. So <laughs> I just have to learn my one song. <laughs> so again, the Easter presentation of Times Square Church sent by God is on Friday, Good Friday, April 6th, 7 o'clock, and also Sunday, all day. Easter, April 8th, 10, 3, 6 o'clock. And I do highly recommend that you come early, all kidding aside. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't get here, we will be streaming live oh. all four services that Friday and 10, 3, and 6 on Sunday, streaming the service live. 
Uh, so you can certainly tune into our website and stream the service if you do get here late. You can go back home or stream it. Or you can sit in your car and stream it on your iPad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl, it's been a pleasure. Thanks Thank for you. being with us. Thank you. And again, we want to tell our friends and our listeners that you can get Cheryl Rochester, Promise Keeper, the project title, at cdbaby.com. And it is available right now. Bless her, bless the ministry. And by the way, if you purchase a portion of this, maybe going to what was your heart? You shared something. Let's plug that before we go. Well, I said one of the um, minister, one of the families who is on the mission field, although it doesn't have to be earmarked, marked. It's just for them. Um, I was so moved by the testimony of what God was doing for them where they are. So if you uh, purchase the CD, um, it would go toward those families who are serving God on the mission field. The Carr family, I don't know all the families, but each and every family as the Lord would lead. The main thing is that it would bless people who are out there doing God's work in the field. Amen. Cheryl, as it is our custom, we always have our guest sing something. And sometimes it's with music, sometimes it's a cappella. I don't feel like playing, so I'm going to sit in this chair. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Why don't you send us out with something? It's a little song that I learned um, by an artist who has gone on with the Lord, Ordinary People. Just ordinary people. God chooses ordinary people. He chooses people who are willing to do as he commands. He chooses people who will give their all, no matter how small their all may seem to you because little becomes much when we place it in the master's hand Take joy, my King, in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because Music with a Mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet for live tweets during every podcast interview. You can even tweet your questions for our podcast guests by using the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week, classical vocalist Yolanda Johnson returns to music with a mission. And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time on TSC Music with a Mission. 